Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda and I'm doing A Cup of Corona. <laughs> um, my dog is barking. We try to always do this when my dogs are not barking, but their schedule is very disrupted. No, my dogs are always barking. We have um, yet to find a time when anybody isn't doing what they're not supposed to, except Oriana and I. Because when you are quarantined with people, they don't adhere to your schedule. And I am a very scheduled human being, as is Oriana. And we're struggling. Yeah, it kind of drives me nuts. Um, we are working with one microphone. I posted this morning that there would be like some delays because we have a mic issue. So we're working on one microphone. That does explain though why the past couple, well, two episodes, like the quality was kind of shitty and I didn't realize it until I was and like, And actually we were scuba diving and didn't want you to know. Yeah, and I thought it was because you were holding the microphone between your boobs. Right, my boobs I, got blamed for something I did that blame. They, they were not guilty of. I did blame her boobs. So anyway, this is the second time uh, we're taping this. You guys are going to hear this later in the day from when we're taping this. We're taping this very early in the morning. Um, it is our day 12 of being in quarantine. It is Tuesday. It's technically the the, the statewide 12th day. We've kind of been in quarantine before that. Yeah, we went in a little bit before, but our actual, like, when we decided we we're not going to go out at all anymore is 12 days ago. But, yes, we had been limiting, as you guys know, like once a day. And that wasn't even like every day. Um, and we were since not the beginning really of being, March, really. We weren't really going in crowded places yeah. or the supermarket or stuff like that. So we're, we're kind of a month and a half into this of, of being in a quarantine state. Yeah. Full quarantine along with the statewide quarantine. So, yeah, we're retaping what we spent 15 minutes yesterday when my father just said, you know what, I want to answer the phone. <laughs> so it's a whole thing. But we're going to be talking about life lessons. This virus outbreak has taught me a lot of life lessons, if I'm being really honest. And it should be teaching everyone a life lesson. And some of those lessons, I think that we're learning right now really need to be followed so much long after this has gone away. Oh yeah, and I, I would hope actually some of these things are implemented even once the virus outbreak has stopped. My dog will bark through the entire thing, just letting everyone know. And then in a couple of days, uh, I'm going to have another dog that will probably also join in the barking. My dog Dallas doesn't bark as much as Stevie barks. Stevie barks a yeah, ton. Dallas barks only when he's hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and Penelope didn't really bark at all except when she was hungry. Except yeah. Number one life lesson I think this has taught everybody is expect the unexpected. You joke about it with like Big Brother, like the TV show. But if you would have told me even a month ago that you would be quarantined to your house because of a global pandemic, I would have thought you were completely lying to me. Like, I would have been like, hey, you're full of shit. That doesn't happen here. It does. And you should always expect things to happen very unexpectedly. And since I'm a pessimist and I am also skeptical, I always believe there is the possibility for sheer terror chaos pandemonium pandemics and i'm gonna the give end of the world i'm I gonna that. give you guys the example that i did talk about yesterday and i did laugh about it because my mom and i um had talked about when she was growing up you bought tickets for like a concert like two weeks before maybe the max a month before and because i have a bunch of like concerts and stuff i was going to be going to that are haven't been canceled but i'm 90 percent sure they're going to be at this point um, my mom was like, I cannot believe people sell concert tickets, like, 
in December for like next September because you don't know what could happen between now and then. Not only to you, but in the world. And my God, did she have foreshadowing. And you know, growing up in New York City, we went right to the theater to buy theater tickets. And we did it the day of. Like we walked up to mm-hmm. the box office and said, um, what do you have available for the 12 o'clock matinee? And then going to concerts, we went to Madison Square Garden, right to the garden to buy the tickets. And then when I moved out to Long Island, we went to Ticketmaster about three days before. And we were like, oh, what's the best seats you have available for this? And that's how it worked. And it was so much more lucrative, actually, because you kind of knew that and you'd be okay in three days, you know, not. Um, Another life lesson is... I think especially, you know, we are all, especially now, we're more connected digitally than ever because of the social distancing, because of, you know, the pandemic in general. But I think a life lesson is value the time when you are going to be able to spend it with a physical human being. Stop canceling plans. Stop canceling plans because, like, now you can't even make them. And I know there's some people that are kind of bending the rules and stuff. And I mean, I believe that there are circumstances, for instance, I do have to go pick up a dog that I'm adopting. We have friends that are picking up dogs. Those are, and if, you know, you have to pick up a a child, if you still have to work in, you know, a grocery store or at a gas station or, of course, in the medical field, all of these people, you know, are are heroes in our eyes right now. And I I wanted to, because you brought that mm -hmm. up, of course we love the police. Of course we love the firemen. Of course we love the first responders. Of course we love the doctors and nurses. But really, let's thank those that are going to work every day in supermarkets where people are being so cutthroat and hoarding. Delivery services. We're so grateful for them. We've had all our food delivered, and we're patient, and we're waiting. And they are wonderful, and they, they do everything they can to try to make your order as close to what you want as possible. So I give hats off to everybody mm-hmm. that's working in the food industry, everybody that's working in the supermarkets, everybody that's delivering our mail, and still trying to get their jobs done and give somewhat of a crazy lifestyle mm-hmm. some normalcy. So we thank them as well right. as all those other people. Because it, it does give us a sense of normalcy now, like when we get our food delivery, because that's like kind of what we do and kind of what we depend on at this point. Right, and it feels normal to say, okay, guys, this is what I'm making for dinner tonight. But like I said, you take for granted how easy you can have access to people. And now that you can't, I think coming out of this situation, all of us should be way more willing to actually spend that physical time with people that we care about. Because now we're forced to do it in a digital way and you miss being able to be like, oh, I could come see you next week or oh, I could come do this or I could do that. And on a human level, not even just in a, in a workplace uh, situation. Um, another life lesson. I'm doing life lessons in general and life lessons through, like, what I've thought about myself through the virus situation. Um, another life lesson is don't take for granted those little, like, luxuries. Like, I used to always bitch hardcore about food shopping. Like, I don't like to do it. It is not my thing. I would give anything right now and I know I can go into a grocery store um we're just not doing that we're choosing not to we're go choosing a not store. to for now yeah because we just think that even with all the precautions and they are doing wonderful, wonderful. Jobs, it just makes me a little nervous I'm not worried about what the stores are doing I'm people worried are about lawless people that buck the system because there are still people that think like it can't happen to me and I'm just gonna live my life as normal yeah. I took so much for granted of being able to like go to the supermarket and I am going to be 
so excited when this is all over and I can walk in a supermarket and take my time and look at all the food and everything. It has also taught me how fortunate I am that um, where, where I live, where we live, um, to have access to so many like delivery options because there really hasn't been one thing. We've had three or four grocery deliveries now. Um, we and have, we're good. We're, we're very blessed. Yeah. We're very lucky. I have reached out to so many friends that can't get certain things mm-hmm. and have said, you know what, I have these things. I have access to them. Tell me if you need yeah, them. Yeah, we have a little trading thing between me and my friends. If any one of us can get something that the other can't, we send it to the other person. Um, so little things like that. Um, you, you do take for granted how easy an access you have for things. Um, I think a very, very important life lesson here that it carries over into many things is be the person that is innovative. Mm -hmm. Be the person that can look at things in another way and say, okay, so normally I like whole wheat toast and I can't get whole wheat toast. Don't be so rigid. Learn the life lesson that you got to bend more. Right. You got to learn to like figure out a way if there's something else. Like, okay, normally we would, um, I'm trying to think of an example of something I would normally do. Okay, normally I would go and get my nails done. Now, because I have gel nails, that is not something that you can just whip up and do it. I've been watching videos on how to do it because In there case is a chance I may actually have to do it. So. I think it's great to take this time. My mom is learning how to put tape and extensions in my hair because they're coming out. uh, Not only that, I've learned how to to bond. I've like looked at how to do that as well. Because I was supposed to get those, so we're waiting on that. So what I'm saying is learn some things you didn't think you would Mm -hmm. ever need to do because there's a good chance you might need to do them. Now, I may never do them as well as the people in our hair or nail salons do them, but I think it's important to realize that sometimes you can't be so rigid. You have to say, okay, you know what? I can adapt. I can figure this out. I can find a way to, you know, do other things. Like in the beginning, we were having a really hard time getting food. And um, as some like of groceries. You, right. Yeah. And as some of you know, our dogs, we cook for our dogs because they are rescues and they had poor nutrition. So we try mm-hmm. to give them organic foods and organic vegetables. And it was difficult to do. You have to realize that there were other ways to do it. So since I already had meat for them, I found ways for us to do other things. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, I got roasted boar's head chicken, which is a which is a cold cut. It's a deli meat, and I made hot sandwiches out of that because I felt it was more important for my dogs to have the organic chicken than our family. So you have to learn to like think on the fly. And I did have a lot of people ask me um that you know because i don't eat beef or anything they're like well if beef was available is that would you eat that no, no i have i have not resorted back to and we you do know, have beef available. i haven't eaten these things since i'm five years old so i know no, we didn't take to eating pork which no, we don't eat we don't eat any of that beef, which we don't eat and we have really um we've had a lot of pasta and we've had you know i have rice so we've made rice dishes and we've had um, breakfast dishes like eggs and potatoes mm-hmm. and things like that. So you have to learn. I think the best life lesson is learn another way. Figure out another learn way. Learn another to do. way and don't stop hoarding the fucking food and the toilet paper. Can we just take a second? Because there have been things that I have wanted during the duration of this quarantine stuff that are like just because I want them or I eat them or we had them in the house, now we don't. Um, Hershey's Kisses, they're sold out everywhere. It's like the hottest commodity. And I want to say to parents, if this is what you're keeping in your house, 
Um, I read an entire article. Um, a friend of mine sent it to me last night about how important it is to even through this to keep up your healthy habits right. of eating right, of getting a good amount of sleep, drinking a lot. Um, you, you know, know and that's, things that's like that. Stop thing. feeding people. We are big the water drinkers. Food. Now we get our water delivered. So we weren't in, in a quandary about that. But no. my husband also, he likes these drinks. They're called ice drinks. They were difficult to get. Yeah, they're called sparkling ice drinks. They're, they're everywhere. A Target, they're at Target, Walmart, every place you go. We like those. Um, I drink Pellegrino, which is a sparkling water from Italy. People start telling me, don't get it from Italy. The water and the food is not compromised by the coronavirus. You can eat and drink as, as you would normally yeah. do. We do take precautions of taking stuff into our house. Yeah, so let's talk about that because that has been a big one because someone scared um, my friend Chriselle the other night because she ordered takeout and they made her feel nervous about it. So we're going to talk about this. Um, we do you are, realize, though, at this point how many people have been ordered takeout? Everyone would have it. Understand right. that? Like, at this point, everybody's been using takeout. And as I've, I've told friends on mm -hmm. Facebook and... I've told friends as well. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who's a... Big, big proponent. You can watch him on CNN. He answers questions about the coronavirus. All day, every day. Two and three times a day. Any questions you want, you can send them to CNN. He'll listen. He'll he'll respond. And also the CDC will respond. And there's a, a bunch of other places where you can ask questions and get real answers. He said he takes precautions. He orders out every day. There are people that are ordering out three and four meals a day. You just have to do this. We have a place in front of my house where we let all the deliveries go. We wear gloves, and it, they don't have to be plastic gloves. You can wear your regular winter gloves. Just wash them when you're done. We bring the food into the house. We spray it with Lysol. We remove it from its actual container. So, like, let's just say today we got bread. So we took it out of the plastic bag and out of the paper bag, and we put it immediately into another container We also container always wear gloves when we're handling anything from right. the outside, whether it be our packages. Now, um, the other day, I got wipes. Now, they come in plastic. For some reason, they say the virus lives a little longer on plastic than paper. It also lives longer on steel. We sprayed all of the plastic wipes on the outside with Lysol. And no one's touched I, them for no three days. No one has touched them for three days, and then I put them away. So we're taking precautions, but please don't scare people. Some people, that's the only way they can get food right now, mm -hmm. is to order out. And for the most part, we are ordering out a lot of our food to kind of preserve the food that we do have in the house. If it ever got to the event where they were like, you can't order out right. food, which I don't think it will get to that. But we have been. We've been supporting local business. We've been supporting, you know, Taco Bell. <laughs> That kind of stuff. I think that you need to know if you read on the websites, Taco Bell, McDonald's, Wendy's, Stu Leonard's, Walmart, um, Ralph's. Ralph's, Pavilions, Pavilions, <laughs> um, trying to go to all the supermarkets that everybody yeah. all over, Kroger's, Piggly uh, Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly, <laughs> all of these supermarkets on their websites have the precautions. They are going on the guidelines of CDC regulations, all of them, mm -hmm. all of their workers, all of the, the food. Um, you know, if you have supermarkets like ShopRite and um, Stop and Shop and all the delivery services like Peapot, all of them are using CDC regulated food things. So you can't be scared of it. It's going to do the right thing and you can do the right things as well. 
And what we do also is if we order in food, we reheat it. Always reheat your, your food. food. That will also kill yeah, any Yeah, there's germs. a lot of talk about how the fact that as the weather gets warmer, it might actually slow the spread of the virus because they do believe well, that in Well, my this friends are in Florida with 80 degree weather and it's spiking in Florida. <laughs> yeah, so. well, you know. We'll but again, practice the social distancing. That shit's really pissing me off that we still have people that aren't taking that seriously. Right. Life lesson is sometimes, especially for me, this is a hard one. There's a big, big, bitter pill to swallow. Sometimes you have to follow the rules. That's not a hard one for me. I'm no, a she's a follower. rule follower. I'm a stickler um, to follow the rules. I think rules were implemented for so many reasons, mm-hmm. and I think you should follow them. But in this case, I think... In this case, more is more. Exactly. Just the more things you do right, the easier you're going to make it for everyone. Just like in my post that I shared yesterday that pissed everybody off, just like they said in American Horror Story, if you follow the rules, you stay alive. Except if they're planning to kill you anyway. Right. So. Miss Venable would not lie to us. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's the kind of thing that you, you learn in life. And I think beyond the coronavirus, um, my, the last couple of years... I've learned valuable lessons that your life can change not in a day, not in an hour, in a moment. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if some of you already know, my mom, she's been deceased now for three years. She was at our house on Sunday, fine, well, we ate together, we had a great, she was there for the weekend, I took her home Sunday night, and Monday afternoon towards the evening she suffered a cardiac episode and was never herself again. So that was a moment. It Mm -hmm. wasn't a day, it wasn't an hour, it was was a moment. It was the first time you realized how quickly things can change and I mean even with you know the passing of my dog Penelope the passing of my dog Finn those were both more on the the sudden side right they were okay and then not Mm -hmm. and I think that you need to always be prepared in Mm -hmm. the sense of things change moment to moment they're not hours and days and weeks sometimes they are really moment to moment right and I think this was in a lot of ways, uh, in a moment, everything was, right. you know, oh, it's no big deal, it's no big deal, oh, wait, we have a problem, oh, wait, we're now going to be scaling back on this, oh, no, we're scaling back on more. I think it also teaches you the life lesson of flexibility, um, and not, and see, I mean, in like your me, physical body. Like, it's it's hard for me, too, as a person I'm that's, like, that scheduled. Flexible. I'm already freaked out that, like, my morning was off. I don't off think, though, tilt. it's as hard for you because you're a counselor. You're like, yeah. I don't feel like doing it today. I I am that person that if I despise it, I will She'll just do it. Just do it. Even if I've said, I really don't want to do this, I get myself to the point where, like, this is what I was supposed to do. I'm doing it. So for me to, to leave a flexibility schedule is kind of difficult. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just more in the sense of I like things done a certain way. And if they're not done that way, like I said, it really flipped me out that I didn't, like, go for a walk this morning. My morning is kind of all chaotic and... I still find myself, even though there's, like, nowhere to go, nothing to do, like, living as though. On a though, schedule, me too. I'm still, like, I have to hurry up and do this, but, like, I'm me sitting too. here going, like, and I have been, I've been getting dressed, I've been putting on makeup, doing my hair, and I'm like, okay, I have to hurry up with this because I gotta go upstairs, I gotta wash my face, and I gotta put on makeup, and then I can eat. And right. I, it, it's kind we, of a hard we adjustment. We set unrealistic schedules for ourselves that aren't necessary. Especially now. But I do think it is important to, to be normal and mm-hmm. to get up, get dressed, wash your face, brush your teeth, fix your makeup, if that's what you do walk around, do the things that you would normally do because I think mm-hmm. in this case where you have so little normalcy, you need as much mm-hmm. as you can because possibly Because I think get. in this situation, 
even the sanest of people could go off the rails really quick. The right. first couple of days, I had a hard time. I would sit downstairs in the morning and I would like cry watching the news because I would get like overwhelmed and upset. And I, I haven't have cried found, in, in a bit. <laughs> I had to really search myself, and I'm I'm one of those people that when something happens to me or I react a certain way, I search. I sit with myself and I search. Why are you doing this? Why are you reacting? And I have found for the last couple of days, I'm very irritated. And I I thought, am I irritated because I have to stay home? Am I irritated because I can't go out? No. I'm an introvert. I love, I'm a homebody. I stay in my house. I don't have any problems without social interaction or any of that. So I'm good at that. What I found is I'm getting irritated is I'm getting irritated at people. People and their reactions. People that are so laissez-faire. Mm. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> whatever. I can't. I, I can't live with whatever. I'm not a whatever person. Yeah. And um, I'm getting irritated because people are not doing what I think they should be doing, and they're not acting the way I think they should be acting. And I, and I realize that's what it is. And you know, you learn very quickly. You can't control how people are or how people no. act. But for me, sometimes it's so basic. It's like this is the basics. Do the basics. You know, don't go above and beyond. I am that above and beyond person. But I'm, I'm finding it very difficult because you have personalities of people that are so different than yours, and now you are forced mm -hmm. to dwell sometimes in their personality, and that's not a comfortable space for me. So I think a life lesson learned there is sometimes when something's bothering you and you're getting sadder or you're getting happier or you're getting angrier, sit with yourself and figure out what exactly it is because otherwise you start to think it's everything, and it isn't everything. No, it's, it's usually just very one specific. thing. Right. I think that's a good life lesson is because I think people are very out of touch with their emotions because they're like, oh, well, I'm sad, so it's this and that's it. They don't really look from the actual source of the sadness, of the anger, of the frustration, of the irritation. Because, see, like, um, I irritate very quickly. My mom does not. And that's why I think for her it was important to look at where that irritation was coming from because... She doesn't irritate as easily as I do. And like my and irritation searched, is. Ori doesn't really search. She's just, she's agitated. She's agitated. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really matter what the source is. It goes in all different directions. And she then becomes agitated with everything. Where yeah. for me, it's important that I know exactly what is agitating me. So I either eliminate it or deal with it. I don't like it to go everywhere. She which also, way. it's good because I think what people do incorrectly is once they've established it, they like, oh, I established it, so move on. You need to actually confront it. If it is a person, you deal need to it. confront them and say, listen, you have to like kind of work with me here because, especially in situations like this, when as she said, you know, you are You're living dealing in other people's spaces. With other people, it's very easy and it's very easy for people to get irritated with people that they didn't think that they would be irritated with. Um, I've had a couple of outbursts with people since this has started. And I started also think... Because, like, random shit comes into my head right. and then I'm and like, get, I'm get irritated, let's What let's I think go. is also yeah. important here, I have lots of friends on social media. Mm -hmm. I make it a habit once a day, twice a day, to go through my Facebook, my Instagram, and reply to people and, and, and things like that. I don't really dwell on Twitter because it, it's it's too all over the place. It's like this person responds to that person and they retweet it and they reply and look at this. and like, it, They need to get a better system on Twitter because it's really hard to follow. And now I understand why Cher replies to people she doesn't even realize she's replying to. Cher. Because Twitter's all over the freaking place. Anyway, 
I um, think if you've been there from the beginning and you just stick with it, it's I was there better. in the beginning. But now that they mm-hmm. updated, I liked it better when I just tweeted to people and they tweeted back to me. That's it. I don't need to see, well, this one tweeted and replied and this one liked it and hated it and they told you to go here. And I can't, I don't have this one. I don't that. like that at like who to follow because 99% of the time, but that's everybody. the people that, that on Facebook and on Twitter that they suggest I follow, I fucking hate them. Anyway. <laughs> with like I said I go through my Facebook and I go through my Instagram twice a day or so and I try to like people's pictures and respond to them I have found so much more value in some of the people on my Facebook I have taken way more time not only to reach out to them but to say thank you because you made me laugh today mm-hmm. thank you because you asked how I was thank you because you told your story and I think that's what you need to do with social media now yes. is to appreciate every person that friended you. And I, I got about 20 new friends this week on Facebook from all different places. Wow. That they were like, you know, I saw you wrote this. Thank you. It was fun. And and now I'm talking to them. And I think that's what you have to do now is life lesson learn is sometimes go back to something you've been in for a while and look at it through different eyes. I agree with that. And say, look at these people. I, gosh, I hardly talk to them, you know. And I've had people this uh, week that adopted animals. And mm-hmm. I've had people that have showed me pictures of their cat. And I've I've made five friends this week from Italy. And I'm so, I'm so grateful because I know how that country's struggling. And they've been able to tell me it seems really bad, but it'll get better. And I made three friends in France. So I think it's wonderful to, to look at it through different eyes. Life lesson learned, look at things from another direction, from another perspective. Mm-hmm. And do that often. Stop I think that's very important. Stop yeah. sometimes and say, wow. You know, and I've, I've had students find me this week that were my students a long time ago. And I found some of my students and I've reached out to them and like, how are you guys doing? Are you, you know, was college fun up until now? What are you doing to get through it? So I think perspective is a new great life lesson. I agree with that. I think I have more of an appreciation. I mean, there's, you know, there's my actual, like, in real life friends that are a part of my right. life every single day and that I, obviously, I, I care and I want them to be okay and I talk to them a ton. Um, but I have a newfound appreciation for my friends that are on, um, a lot of, most of my in real life friends are on my Facebook and stuff so I have more of a wide span of friends that are on uh, Twitter and Instagram but I have such an appreciation for them um and the fact that they reach out to me and they tell me you know if I post uh, if that I put on makeup for the day they ask me questions about it that makes them happy that I'm still telling people you know skincare stuff and makeup stuff and we're still doing this and you guys still want to listen to us I just have so much more respect and love for those people that even though I don't, I've never met them, but the fact that they take their time out of the day to worry about me, I take my time out of the day to worry about them, right. it does give you perspective. And I, I hope through that too, maybe there's even more people, because um, I have met people, like actual people that I met on social media, I've met them uh, in life, and they're and it's cool. awesome it's, people. It's a cool thing. And I think that that's a cool thing that can maybe, tra- maybe transition from, you know, all the time you're stuck in quarantine. If after you meet some of the people, meet some of the people that you got to know during this time and, right. you know, share real life memories with them. I think that would be cool. And if people actually do that, let us know because I think that'd be awesome. And if you want to meet us outside of here, like, no, no <laughs> let us I'm know. I'm just kidding. Not like that. I also think that um, the best life lesson that we can close with is 
you're really living with yourself. Mm -hmm. Often, because we're so busy, we get to live without ourselves. And what I mean we by that is... We live not presently in our own lives. Right. We're we, not present at all. We get up, all. we feed our kids, we get them off to school, we go to work, we come home, we feed more people. And, <laughs> we feed more people. You know, we talk like, how was She's your day? She's just feeding a ton of people yeah, that we, I have no idea, How was your no day? Idea, day was great. What'd you do? Da, da, da. Okay, kids, do your homework. Let's go off to bed. And we don't realize that we're rote doing everything that we're not like, hey, Mary, hey, Karen, hey, George, hey, Paul, hey, Bob, hey, Sue. How are you doing? Look at you. Are you just going through the motions? Are you living with you each and every moment saying, you know what? Sandy doesn't like this. Lisa's unhappy. Jeff isn't having a good day. We need to live more present in ourselves because we're living within ourselves in a manner that often is just besides ourselves, where we're living in a perpendicular universe to our, yeah. our lives. And I think this has taught me every day I get up and I, I don't hop a pop out of bed like I used to, which I did. I did it every morning. I jump out of bed and go, okay, got to get ready. I get up now and I say every day to myself, Today is going to be a good day for Wanda. Wanda's going to make her day and someone else's day the best that she can. Do you refer to yourself as Wanda? Yes. I like to refer, when I talk to myself, I like to refer to myself as like that bitch. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're I'm taking totally this kidding. very seriousness here that I'm doing and you threw in a stupid joke. It's not stupid. Not appreciated. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> just kidding. But I, I say that aloud, and then I, I get I out of bed. I think this is actually important, yes. I get out of bed, and I look out the window, and I listen to the birds, and I say, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping. It's already better, because no matter what chaos is happening and how terrible this is, there is still normalcy. There is still some consistency. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn to look at that day and say, what are the normal things happening? I'm happy about the normal things. Make your not normal as normal as possible because right. there is still normal out there. Like she said, the sun rising and setting, normal. The ability for you to go for a walk or get in your car, go for a play with your dogs, rain. It did rain the other day. It rained. Yeah. It's been raining everywhere. So that was wonderful. And I listened to it again. I was like, yes, that is normal. It is normal to love the sound of rain. And I did. And we can make it through anything and everything if we stop and don't react, but react after we've thought, after we've lived with us, after we've really searched, then react. Yeah. You don't need an instantaneous reaction like you wake up in the morning and you hear 675 people are dead. Don't react right away. Say, okay, let's look at the number of how many people have recovered Look for look that the, silver Look lining. at the existing data and stuff like that. So please make sure to subscribe to us. We post new episodes now all the time. I, I'm not even going to say Monday, Wednesday, and Friday because right. on quarantine schedule, it's lawless. It's whenever. And we are going to try to do a couple more today if we can get to them so that mm -hmm. we're kind of ahead of the curve. But basically, we're going to try every day to get something up because, um, and, and you guys can let us know right away. Is it okay if we just talk? Yeah. Do you want to just hear this us talk? Is, this is a sense of normalcy for us because this is what we do. And maybe for a lot of our listeners, listening to us is a sense of normalcy. Maybe that's why that person reached out and said, and you need to find yeah. a new normal. No, I'm only kidding. Just and there's kidding. a lot of people right now that are going, that girl is not normal. And I'm totally not, but that's fine. No one, normal Remember, is a very loose yeah, it's definition. A, it's a crazy word. Actually, yeah. normal is so not normal. Right. And to you, huh. normal is different. Chew on that one for a while.
I don't have to tell you something funny. <laughs> that was my I weird have, chewing noise. I have this coaster, and I, I've got, I've had this coaster for a really long time. I have a package of them, and I'm looking that at it. That you just brought here? And, no, it was on the table because I had a drink on it. And it says, it's about a drink. It's a drink company, and it says the frost won't bite. And on the other side, it says, eat your, your heart, heart out, Russia. Russia. You can't buy a better vodka for love or rubles. And I do have to tell you something. I love saying the word rubles. Rubles. I would love to be able to be like, that'll be 30 rubles. Why don't you make it fancy? Because then no one will know what the hell I'm talking about because we don't have rubles. Yeah. So with that being said, we're going to leave you here. Uh, so please make sure to connect with us on all the social media that you can possibly find us on. Let us know that you're a listener. Let us know where you're from, what you like, what you don't like. and Let us know you love us or hate us. And we'll be here. So until next time, everybody. Stay Corona Cozy.